Gates and the Continental Army are at Hillsborough. I'm joining up with them. Gabriel. No, no, no. Your, your place is here now. I'm going back. I'm a soldier. It's my duty. Your duty is to your family. Don't you walk away from me, boy. I'm sorry, Father. I'll find you when this is all over. No, you're not going. I, I forbid you to go. I'm not a child. You're my child. Goodbye, Father. What is up, everyone? And welcome back for another amazing episode of Rotten Potatoes. My name is Scott, and I will be your host today. <laughs> Just Scott, actually. <laughs> I'm also here with three people that are going to help me. <laughs> I'm some Tyler. Would, some would say they're my friends. Others wouldn't. I'm Jake, and I, I guess I'm happy to help. Would you <laughs> say that we're your friends? <laughs> On occasion. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good enough for me. I'm Zach. I already said I'm Tyler. And Jake said he was Jake. So <laughs> I guess we're done with that segment. Yep. I guess. I think uh, we could probably That's probably the whole episode. More. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, Jake, do you have any final thoughts? <laughs> That, was that the right song? Yeah, it was just I later. Just, I just never heard more of that We've song. never gotten to that part of the song. <laughs> I just let it That's play crazy, out. guys. Yeah. Uh, well, if you're as ardent uh, the Patriot fan as I, you definitely know that that's what movie we're watching or talking about today. But if you're not, you definitely did not understand what this movie was. So we're doing the Patriot today. I think they probably read that in the title. Maybe. I Maybe. like how you used ardent Patriot. You bounce that off each other and mm-hmm. that's a line in the movie. Yeah. None, none, a more ardent patriot than myself. Yep. All right. Well, cool. so that was the patriot. <laughs> All right. Well, we're doing the patriot. Uh, this was uh, directed by Ronald Emmerich. So this is the second Ronald Emmerich film that we've done so far. Much to Zach's chagrin. It, was it's just the a, other was also mine. What yeah. Was it? Yeah. Uh, the Independence Day. Day. Oh, it just drives me crazy that like we haven't done a single like. Scorsese movie. We haven't <laughs> done a single Stanley Kubrick, Hitchcock, all these amazing directors. And we've done two Roland Emmerich movies. But here's my question to you. Um, has Scorsese ever like directed Will Smith? That's true. That's, that's a very good point, I don't know Jake. if he's worth watching then. Uh, I don't know how to respond to that. I will say I like Roland Emmerich. I think he's one of the better directors of the like just pastime movies you know what i mean like i'm not this isn't going to be really good it's not going to blow my mind but it's going to be an okay time you know like <laughs> i love when a director that's what, I, that's what okay i'm going time. for in a movie that yeah that's <laughs> i feel like you know a good movie ah, i just want to have an okay time i just kind of ha- want to have it on i i do need I movies just like that sometimes sit on the couch in my underwear oh was this dad. on tbs Oh, 100%. This oh, yeah. been this on was TV one of those movies. I've seen this one a lot. I don't know how anyone hasn't seen this when this is like the one movie that like every history teacher in every high school history teacher, when they just are hung over that morning, they're like, we'll just watch the Patriot. Did you guys watch this? Oh yeah. I didn't watch it in school. I didn't watch it. I watched this in school, in school multiple times. We all movie, went right? to the same school. Well, they, they literally made an educational version of this film. Oh. They released an educate like a, a version of the film specifically to be played in schools. Weird. Yeah, we got ripped off. Which is yeah. interesting because there was a ton of people who actually were critical of this movie when it first came out because it wasn't they didn't like that he wasn't actually a slave owner. Like it was very like it it was very whitewashed, they felt like. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, it definitely was whitewashed. Mm-hmm. But 
uh, white teachers sure loved it. <laughs> uh, it was written by Robert Rodat, who I, I didn't, I don't really know anything about him. His name is awful close to Roden, though. It is. But to be fair, I don't know any of the writers that we've done in any of the movies that we've done so far. So. Uh, that is fair. Uh, it was released June 27th, 2000. Uh, it did 215 million in the box office on a budget of 110 million. So not a great return. It's uh, a little better than Donnie Darko though. It is. Uh, but at like more than 10 X the cost, <laughs> this cost a lot of money to make. Uh, the other guys gave this a 61% and IMDb gave it a 7.2. I don't know why I thought that this was more well received this is the first time I've ever seen that. I didn't realize it was that low. Yeah. I'm surprised to hear that it's 61 too. That seems really low for a movie that I've had so many people tell me throughout my life, like you need to see the Patriot. Well, it's, it's one of those like quintessential man movies, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's basically Braveheart. Yeah. It but feels with America, like, but in a, such a rip off of Braveheart. America. Yeah, <laughs> sure. And he's uh, pining over the loss of his son, not the loss of his wife. But he's still pining over a loss. <laughs> and he's still getting this ragtag team of soldiers together. Yeah, but he's older in this one. <laughs> That's true. It's the same actor. <laughs> but he's so uh, he doesn't yell freedom. Tell. This Even would, though that's kind of what America's about. Yeah, I know, I'm right? Like surprised more that he doesn't say that. He should have yelled at when he was waving the flag at the very end. Do you think that he came uh, like dressed in a kilt one day because he forgot what movie he was doing? <laughs> Probably. And he survives. That's true, too. Uh, this uh, might surprise at least Zach to know that this was nominated for three Academy Awards. It didn't win, uh, but it was nominated for Best Cinematography, Best Score. Which it is a good it's score. A John good, Williams, yeah. like I like. See, I even didn't love the score. Oh, really? I felt like John Williams didn't fit the vibe. Like hmm. he, I don't know, just me personally. And uh, best sound editing. Interesting. Or sound mixing. Are you telling I, me that uh, Mel Gibson didn't get best actor for this? No, no. I'm out. He's uh, the best actor in every movie. Yeah, the Academy's garbage. <laughs> So, Scott, uh, you nominated this movie. How come? Uh, as many times as I've said it, <laughs> we've heard this before. Actually, Zach, I don't think do you, you want to take it, uh, why I nominated this one? Yeah, yeah. you watched it with your dad in your underwear <laughs> Saturday morning. Mom's out shopping. <laughs> I watched TBS. Yeah. <laughs> the shooty household kept TBS alive yep. through the yeah. 1990s. Well, we, we own stock, so <laughs> <laughs> we always keep it on and all Can the It doesn't even matter if it's a good movie. It's like, we have to watch. It's TBS. So we got to watch. Can I ask right you now. a question? Did you do anything else? <laughs> on Saturday mornings? No. This, like, you can't have watched all these movies just on Saturday mornings. You have like 50 movies. And not only 50 movies, you've seen them like upwards of like 200 times, times each. every yeah. Saturday. And they're like three hours long, all of them. Well, you know, uh, movies on TV, they, they edit, they cut them down. Yeah, but there's commercials. Yeah. That, that is the thing with all these Scott picks. They're all so freaking long, <laughs> especially the ones with, uh, Mel Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, Braveheart, we all really loved and rated yeah. high. Yeah, I think that's why it was so hard for me to enjoy this movie because it just, it was like I could, I could just be watching Braveheart. Yeah, and it would be better. I mean, I still like liked this movie. I watched it a week before Scott picked it. Actually, I was like, oh, this is on Netflix, and I have some time. Why not? Am I the only one who had never seen it before? I think so. I think so. Okay. No, I had never seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> he closed his eyes. Yeah. On TV, it was too scary for me. 
Um, yeah, I'd seen this movie plenty. Uh, I, I like it. Um, this was definitely one of those movies when I was doing high school ministry that it was like, Oh, we're going to like have a bunch of guys over and do something like we'll watch this kind Mm -hmm, of a thing. This one didn't have any nudity where Braveheart did. Right. So So that's a point for Braveheart. Yeah. 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 Real like cursing or anything. The only thing Mm -mm. in this was like just blood, blood, but that's it. Yeah, so I mean, I I've seen a ton. I I like it. I don't. I would never say like I love the Patriot and it's high up on my list. I I agree though. It's definitely a movie you probably should have already seen. It just because it's it's such a people say that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I think more than any movie I've had so many. <laughs> it's crazy tell to me that like, that's the movie that people are telling you. Now that I've seen it, it's crazy to me too. Yeah, like <laughs> I've seen it a few times, like a handful of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually the first rated our movie I've ever seen. I watched it on the 4th of July. I, I was at my cousin's house. I think I got permission from my mom. Who knows though? A little bad boy. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. She listens to this dude. Yeah, I know. Right. You're I don't know. I'm in trouble. Do. You're gonna, yeah. She's going to ground me. <laughs> <laughs> Never been grounded in my life until now. Um, but yeah, I like it. You know, I, I was glad, like I felt like watching it. Like I, I did it of my, my own choice. But then when I was watching it, I was kind of like, this is pretty long. I told Tyler before we started watching it about like, I made like a comment about how long it was. He's like, wait, do you not like the movie that you nominated? I was like, I like it. It's just every time I watch it, there's at some point in it where I go, man, this is long. Yeah. That's the thing is like, you feel the runtime. Like Uh I got halfway through and I'm like, there's, we're probably close, probably 45 minutes left. And there was still an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. It, it, It was too long. Yeah, you like, like a full feature you length. Could, you could for much. sure edit this down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zach, I think we've heard a little bit already of your late bloomer feedback, but do you have anything you know, else? I, mean, you want? I didn't hate the movie. I think, honestly, because I've had so many people in my life tell me, like, this is such a great movie. You need to watch it. I was expecting, like, Braveheart level quality. And it just wasn't, you know, I will say just real quick. And this might end up be something that we do. Um, have you seen gladiator? Yeah. Okay. Mm. I, Cause I always tell people like when they're talking about the Patriot, it's like, Oh, it's just such like a great, like man movie to just, you know, mm-hmm. I always tell people, sure. As long as gladiator is not an option to watch. Like that's a much yeah, better. I think that's like, the thing is like, I feel like I could watch the same kind of movie, but already done better by other people. Right. I would for sure pick the gladiator over the Patriot. I yeah. think yeah. we just have all seen it, right? Yeah. We've all seen yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but like the reason why people like say like, Oh my gosh, it's such a great movie. You should watch it. And, and like, I agree. Like it's, it's a good movie. It's not bad. Um, but I agree with you, Zach. There are other like Braveheart gladiator. Like there are other movies in this genre Mm -hmm. that I would watch way before I watched the Patriot. I don't even know if I would necessarily say like, this is a good movie. Like it didn't feel like a good movie, but it didn't feel like a bad movie. Um, but it really did just feel like it failed in all the ways that Braveheart succeeds. Mm -hmm. I never felt bought in by any of the characters, no characters death had any emotional impact on me. It felt like tonally kind of all over the place. Like there'd be this like really violent part. And I'd just be like, Oh my gosh, like that was crazy graphic. And it's cause it felt like the rest of the time I'm watching this PG feel good movie Mm -hmm. where he's like, 
hanging out with his family, making out with his dead wife's sister. Like, <laughs> life's good. And then we're fighting in battle, like, brutally murdering people. And it's like, I forgot that this is like a... It just felt like I didn't it, I didn't know how to feel about the movie, and it just ended up losing me completely. That's why this is the quintessential man movie, is that it's super shallow on the love and the emotion, <laughs> but it's super just, like, violent. Yeah. It, it Yeah. It didn't work for me. I didn't. I didn't love all the super slow mo fight scenes. Uh, you didn't like the smoke going across the screen, super slow and just no, super distracting. No, I didn't. And you know, like you, I think you said off air, like you enjoy the um, the time, like the the era that this takes mm-hmm. place. And I enjoyed that part. I enjoyed the scenes where they're like having dialogue that relates to like American history and whatnot. Like mm-hmm. there were scenes that I did like, and I would say for the first hour, I was like, okay, I like I'm kind of into this, but it was way too long it's like yeah, sure it, too long. it lost me quickly after that first hour or so and so i would never say like it's a poorly made movie really bad but i just don't feel like it earns good movie yeah sure yeah i don't i don't know that i uh disagree I all that for much. any yeah. of that opinion yeah yeah uh let's jump into uh, a little bit of the play-by-play scott do you want to take it away so the movie starts with Benjamin Martin uh, on at his plantation with his whole family. And you kind of get introduced to all of the various children. I think he has like 83 of them. <laughs> that sounds about right. More than 17 for yeah. sure. He's got like an infant and then like a 20 year old and like <laughs> not more than a two year age gap. <laughs> and uh, so the, the beginning, you kind of get introduced to all the characters uh, then they end up getting mail and the mail, uh, is a, which by the way, have any of you guys ever been that excited for the mail? No, but I guess, you know, what do you do besides read yeah. the mail? Yeah. The 1700s were super boring. It's like, yeah, they it's were just dark, planting so you... fields the whole day. <laughs> and then you just go to bed cause it's dark. Like, what do you do? <laughs> They're like, Oh, mail's here. Yeah. Let's run with that horse. <laughs> mail time. Like. So anyways, they were called uh, to Charlestown for a vote on if South Carolina was going to go to war. Um, Who is he really? Like, why does he have that? Like, it seems like he's pretty prominent in the town, but I don't know. Or like in the colony, but I don't know why. I assume just because of his war acclaim. Yeah, like everyone knows him from his war. So I would guess he's on that council of some kind. Like he declined his vote. So he definitely had a vote. Yeah. Yeah, so he was in some kind of a, a position with that council for sure. Um, and so they get into an argument uh, about whether South Carolina should go to war with uh, Britain. Uh, one of my favorite lines in the movie is Mel Gibson saying, why trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away? Um, that's when that happens. I just thought I'd add that in there. Killer, like you, you really line. did it justice too. I liked that line. Yeah, it's one of my favorite lines from the movie. Mm-hmm. And it kind of stops everyone in the track like, oh, yeah, that's actually a pretty decent point. Um, but anyways, uh, the the vote passes. South Carolina votes to go to war. And then um, Benjamin Martin's oldest son, Gabriel. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger decides to uh, sign up for the, the army and go to war. And so he joins the cause talking about Heath Ledger. Weren't you telling us before we started that he was about to quit acting before he got this gig? He was, he was about to quit acting mostly because he kept getting, um, cast as like a teenage heartthrob Mm -hmm. and he was just so tired of playing that role that he, he would gone about a year without work and then was about to move back to Australia. 
10 things I hate about you is a great movie though. And I feel like he shouldn't, you know, discount himself for that. Well, I just want to say the Patriot is, we have to thank the Patriot for the existence of the dark Knight. then. Yeah, we really do. Mm-hmm. Without it, Heath Ledger would have never done it. And for that reason, we're going to talk about it for the next hour. Yep. <laughs> for that reason alone, the dark Knight. <laughs> so the movie starts. This is a dark night, a dark night prequel. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Benjamin Martin's kids, did you guys know that Logan Lerman is one of the kids? No. Yeah. Hey, I've seen a Logan Lerman thing. Yeah, you have. Yeah. What? He's like the youngest He's, boy. Yeah. Yeah. He totally is. Yeah. I. I mean, I just watched it again. I've just talked last week about what a big fan Logan Lerman I am. Yeah. And I would not have realized that. I still don't know who that is. And I know well, what he's, he looks like. He's Benjamin Martin's as, as youngest son. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. I don't think he has like any lines, but he's in it. Uh, He I, does a little, like a few minor things just in the like fighting scene, the aim small, miss small scene. Yeah. Yeah. I think he just repeats back aim small, miss small. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, Gabriel joins the cause. Uh, some montages happen of the war happening. Now all of a sudden, England is occupying part of South Carolina, and the war finds its way to the doorstep of the Martin estate. And uh, we have a guy break into the house one evening, and it ends up being Gabriel, and he's wounded from combat. And so they um, patch him up, and he's like, I got to get this dispatches out of here now. You're really speed running this movie. Well, well we got it's three a hours. Three hour movie. This is all very much the beginning of the yeah. movie. I don't, just, I don't even think. I don't, I don't even think. I think he's going too slow. Is he <laughs> really? I think he's going too slow too. <laughs> it's all right. been a couple then weeks since I watched it. You jump in. Speed yeah. It up so for us. Uh, the uh, he fights with England and they win. <laughs> <laughs> England wins. No, that's he, not how he, he wins. He wins. Oh, okay, okay. The guy. <laughs> By the way, rabbit. Logan Lerman doesn't have a single line. He doesn't play Samuel or Nathan. He plays the younger one. Yeah, he stays like a behind. Baby. Yeah. Oh. So he was like, he was. I didn't even realize there was another one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either until I, I saw that Logan Lerman's in this movie. I don't think that he realized that he had another son. <laughs> no, <there's> so <laughs> many. He's like, what? Because two were already dead. Yeah. Well, no. Well, one, one's when about they to die. when they run off for that scene, you remember he tells Susan to like watch out, watch out for, for Logan Lerman, for Logan Lerman, <laughs> and Susan. He's gonna be a star one day. <laughs> Susan, who's now dead. By yeah. Way. Rip. R.I.P. Yeah. Wait, Susan's now oh. his wife's dead sister or his dead wife's Susan's sister. Susan's one of the daughters. Susan was the youngest daughter, the one that goes, Papa. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I'm sorry. I meant She's Margaret. <laughs> Margaret, watch out for your sister and brother. And then he takes the other There's two. So mm-hmm. many kids. So many. Too many. Yeah. Susan's many. dead in real life. Not in real life. She died okay. in 2014. She OD'd at a party or something. So, uh,. Yeah, so to pick up where you were, I, I was kind of teasing you, but I'll, I'll pick up and yeah, carry it for another minute. Uh, so they this battle happens in their backyard, and uh, uh, Gabriel uh, is about ready to take off. That was where you had kind of left off, where we interrupted you. Mm-hmm. And we get introduced to uh, Colonel Lucious Tavington. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in and then they're like, how are you doing these spells? <laughs> <laughs> we get introduced to Colonel Tavington played uh, to Jake's point by Jason Isaacs. Fabulously, I think. Oh, yeah, he's definitely the best performance and the best part of the movie, I think. Yeah. And uh, 
they are going to uh, hang Gabriel for treason. Mm-hmm. And in the process, little Thomas runs in to save him and gets shot by Tavington. Yep. He tries to do something because he feels like his dad's being a coward. Yeah. Yeah. And he it's, gets shot. It's a tragic moment. So then they take Gabriel and set fire to the house and barn. And then Mel Gibson's like, all right, we got to do something now. Cause we got to, I'm not going to lose two sons. So he gets his next two oldest boys and he, well, he runs into a burning house to he does, to, to get his old guns and stuff. Cause he fought in the French, uh, Indian, French war. Indian war. Yep. And so he gets multiple guns and his hatchet and knives and different things. And he hands them to his son and said, okay, let's go. And then gives quick commands to all of his kids to do various things. They go run, catch up, uh, to this unit that was carrying off Gabriel uh, and the cavalry that was there are no longer with this unit. They went and did their own thing. And this is where we get the line, aim small, miss small, uh, which I mentioned a little bit earlier. And uh, apparently it wasn't in the original script either. It was a line that they used to teach Mel Gibson how to use these um, front loaders. And he just loved it so much that he was decided to add it to the movie. I like the idea that Mel Gibson is just like, this is going in. (laughs) You can't stop me from saying it. He's Mel Gibson. You know, he was the highest paid actor on the, on the set. I think I'm going to say of all time. Okay. I need to stop real quick to say like when I was doing just the facts, I mentioned uh, that this movie was written by Robert Rodat. And I was like, I don't know who he is or what else he's done. I dismissed him. He also wrote saving private Ryan. Wow. Wow. So kind of a big deal. Yeah. And he also wrote Thor The Dark World. So the worst Thor. We can thank him for that. <laughs> He's really all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> you never know who you're going to get with that one. Yeah. Uh, and most people don't care, but he wrote Fly Away Home, which I loved as a I kid. That is. I, I was no obsessed with that, that movie. It's like a movie about geese. <laughs> yeah that sounds yeah. great dude <laughs> so this, wrote it. <laughs> this little girl uh like these geese come to her like lose their mother and she raises them is this but a fly they have to migrate now yeah no, this is actually in the patriot did you not watch it <laughs> oh, no, i don't remember this part well anyway it's a very good movie with jeff daniels that i love went to the little like sneak peek in the next week yeah with jeff daniels yeah so Mel Gibson and his sons uh, catch up to this uh, squadron, platoon, I don't know what you want to call them. And then Mel Gibson convoy. traumatizes his sons. Yeah, they, his sons get to realize what kind of a savage he is. Uh, he kill, they kill everyone. His kids are killing people. Mostly he and then, kills everyone. And then at the very people. end, there's one guy left. And this is after he already tomahawked some dude in the forehead. He pulls the tomahawk out of the dude's forehead and then chases this guy down and just savagely keeps beating him over and over and over and over again. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, this, these are the people that have Gabriel, actually, so I should probably free him. Yeah, well, and the my favorite part about that moment is he's hacking into him, and it's in slow motion and everything, and then the camera just cuts over to the sons just looking so, like... Like distraught. Dis- well, yeah, like, I think just shocked. Like, yeah. they're like they're just like, okay, I'm never disobeying Dad again. Like- <laughs> well, he has kind of a checkered past in the war, right? They don't. Yes. We haven't talked about... I don't, do they, they mentioned, they mentioned it before this because Thomas asks his dad when he's trying on the suit earlier on in the movie, like, Hey, what happened at, uh, Fort wilderness, Fort wilderness. And he says, put it away and just dismisses it. Yeah. So we know that there's something that happened, something from his past. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the movie opens with him saying, uh, 
I've long feared that my sins would come back to haunt me. Oh yeah, it does. <laughs> so like, I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I guess this is what that is. Yeah. So then, uh, they go back to the aunt Charlotte's house. Uh, Gabriel and Benjamin decide, well, aunt Charlotte's house, which a uh, nice trivia is the house from Forrest Gump. Yeah. It's the same house. It's uh, uh, the plantation. Yeah. It is from Forrest Gump. Uh, and that's where our opening sequence was, was they argue about him going back uh, to war. He says he's going to do it anyways. So then Benjamin decides to join as well and become his commanding officer because he knows uh, Colonel Bates. What's I don't remember what title he was, but Bates. <laughs> and uh, so then they start this uh, like ghost campaign of the militia. He recruits Sewage Joe from Parks and Rec. <laughs> <laughs> Among others, amongst others, sewage like, Joe, chiefly him, chiefly. He even says like, "We need sewage Joe." Yeah. That was my favorite line. <laughs> we need, <laughs> we sewage, need Joe. sewage Joe. <laughs> what did you call that character? Which one? The Colonel Bates. Bates. Yeah, no. Is it Gates? Gates. Nope. What is it? Uh, Colonel Harry Bruel. Yeah, that's who's not the, even who's even the actor who plays him. Oh, Chris Cooper. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, like he's him. good. He's good. He's a good actor, but mm-hmm. he's good in this as well. Yeah, he's a good actor. Wait, who's Gates then? It, he was. The, he's just referred in the letter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think we ever see him. We never met Gates. No, we've talked about <laughs> well, Gates now more than they did in the movie. <laughs> I think you were also just like confused by uh, National Treasure. Maybe that's what it was because it's my favorite movie. Benjamin of all Gates. Time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's oh, not. yeah. Was his name Benjamin Franklin? Gates. Yeah. Gates. Yeah. yeah. Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin, Franklin Gates. Gates. Yeah. So they both are in the militia. They do a lot of just like ghost style warfare, hiding in bushes and fields and attacking. And uh, they end up capturing Cornwallis's private uh, stash and his dogs and his dogs. And one time they make a joke about eating the dogs. And this priest is like, ugh. Oh yeah, the priest fights. <laughs> we didn't talk about that. Yeah, the make priest sure, fights. Make sure to include that part. That the was, Frenchman. Yeah, we get introduced to them during the recruiting stage, which we kind of—it's not super important. They recruited a lot of people. Speaking of the fighting, <laughs> we're like, are you good, Scott? I'm just laughing at Tyler laughing at my recap of the of the movie. Um, it's it's a little akin to <laughs> these two gangs are trying to find a dead body, but the one <laughs> gang has a car, me. and yeah. so they get there faster. It's like oh, that's how that I don't movie think happened. That was the plot. It's a little akin to that, but carry right. on. Uh, I just want to say, like, they're so shocked at like him fighting, and like he's not just standing in a line in a field. Like I don't know what to do. Like right. what a dumb way to fight. <laughs> Yeah, to that point, that was how you did it. Though. I know, but just like, yeah. who thought of that? Who's like, you know, like you stand here. Gentlemanly, right? Yeah, who cares? Improper. You're yeah, getting I mean, shot. Clearly, Mel Gibson didn't. Good for him, you know. He he won. That's why we won, right? Because of Mel Gibson. It's I true. So. Yeah. That, that's and Sewage Joe. And Sewage was, Joe. Mostly yeah. Sewage it Joe. It was Mel Gibson sewage Joe. Sewage Joe's feud with Lucius Malfoy. <laughs> yeah. That's what it, mm-hmm. the Mel Gibson's actually a side character. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So uh, they've created this legend, though, the the brutality of Tavington in, you know, other things, but in particular in killing Thomas Martin has created this this infamous character called the ghost. And the ghost has rallied uh, American patriots to him because of his legend. And And probably uh, what's worse of it is giving people hope. 
I right. honestly, for a second, could not remember it. Like, I thought you were wrong and were quoting Braveheart. Like, the ghost is from Braveheart. No. That's yeah, just how right. similar this yeah. movie is. Yeah. No, I get you. I get then, you. I think he gets betrayed by Robert the Bruce in this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, he... he uh, He's created his his brutality has created hope and 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 infamy for the ghost, um, but the ghost's like sort of primary mode is exactly what you guys are talking about that it's guerrilla warfare rather than you know standing in a line and ready aim fire, uh, but it does it turns it turns the tide of the war, and Cornwallis is furious at this. Mm-hmm. Because he's just he's being thwarted by farmers with pitchforks. So he decides to unmuzzle his dog, his figurative dog, Tavington. I hated Cornwallis's like friend. And oh, like his little right hand. The man. like yeah. proper. Yeah. 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 What did you hate about him? Just everything. I hated. don't even remember. Hated how he acted. He was just so spineless and like it's so like just like would sneer at the enemy and you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not thinking of the good adjective to like describe him. Did you not hate He's him? He's just smarmy. He's a smarmy. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was like, I feel like he played the character well. I feel like that was. Yeah, no, it's not a, a complaint. I'm just like, oh man, I hated that character. Mm. Like, I think we were supposed to hate him, yeah. but I did. Yeah. So, anyways, Gabriel gets married. <laughs> oh, played by oh, Graham yeah. Wood. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Which, by the way, apparently didn't even have a character name. He's just Redcoat Lieutenant. I loved uh, the girl's dad that oh, Gabriel yeah. marries, uh-huh. who can't hear anything. Uh huh. And well, he's when he's like, like I he want to. Anything. Oh, I thought he just couldn't hear anything. Like he has the he, hearing he does it for a little time. bit, but a lot of times he actually could hear it and was just playing it up. Oh, because like one time he's like, "Dad, you heard him," and then he does say it correctly. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. When it was, uh, yeah, it was. It was uh, I've come to call on Anne, and he says, "Of course, you call yourself an Anne. Oh, call man, yourself yeah, yeah. a man." And and she says, "Father, you heard him." And he says, "Well, call on her." Like so, he was just he's messing. With I, messing I liked with the him. part when he says, "Like I want to write to, you, I want to write your daughter." Yeah, and he's just like, "You want to what, my daughter?" <laughs> right. Oh, right. Oh, right. My daughter. My daughter. Right. Her. Oh, this <laughs> is kind of a dark joke to put in that movie. <laughs> I did love, and I, I think that this is such a weird thing when they were doing the bundling and oh. they just, they just sew them up the bundling bag. Yeah. They sew them up in a bag and then they let them sleep in the same room. I was shocked that they would let them do it, but I would not do that. I don't know. I think you that was that? a real custom actually. Yeah. Time. I think it was a real, I just, I can't believe it. I wouldn't let myself get sewn into a sack. So Zach, <laughs> how do you not remember this? The idea is if you're spending the night at a, at a girl's house that you're not married to, that you get sewn up into a sack. So, so that you, you can't, can't do have sex with her. Interesting. <laughs> that sounds like I, I'm going to do that with my kids. Yeah. 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 But like just every just night, every you're night, you're just yeah. going to sew them into a bag every mm-hmm. night. Yeah. I think so, that'll keep them well. from sin. <laughs> <laughs> so Gabriel and Anne get married. Uh, they swap some spit and some black tea. And uh, <laughs> you didn't like that verbiage. Swap some spit. It's just such a <laughs> in black tea. <laughs> no, there's ink in the tea. Yeah. Well, that's what we mean to black. It wasn't actual black tea. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm an idiot for thinking that's what you meant. <laughs> uh, I mean, to to Jake's point, black tea a thing. is I a know, thing. I know. 
Uh, but right at this time is also when Tavington is deciding to just do things that are uh, unscrupulous. And uh, so when they're off doing one of these raids on the Redcoats, Tavington collects all the people from this town and burns them in a church and kills them all, which then sends Benjamin on a tirade to try to kill Tavington. And it includes Gabriel's wife. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, in my mind, I said that, but I guess I didn't. I don't think so. Yeah. So Gabriel's new wife is dead. They were married for like less than a week. Yeah. And then Gabriel goes off with the people that were recruited from said town to kill Tavington. And it, it doesn't go great. This is going so fast. I love it. It's I'm hilarious. Trying, it's a three-hour movie. It's I'm trying so to get through. Three-hour movie. You've talked about it for 15 minutes. We talked about the Swan movie <laughs> for longer than we're going to talk about this movie. Swan, Swan movie. Goose movie. If whatever. You, if you have points that you want to talk about, talk about them. No, Do you want to drag this along? Kind of. Why? I just like complaining. <laughs> yeah. There's not nearly enough opportunity for Jake to complain about this movie. Um, one thing, one thing that we've like glazed over that I, I want to slow down for a brief moment to point out is that, uh, throughout all this, uh, throughout this whole movie, uh, Benjamin is melting down his son's, uh, toys, little army figures, little army yeah. figures and into bullets. Mm-hmm. And that's just such like a, I don't know. Like it just gives you like a, I, a, a look into certainly the character, but I think even the time, you know, that, that, that these people were going through that it was like everything, every little bit that we can use to, to fuel this effort we need to do. Mm-hmm. Cause it was the dead ones. Toys, it was right? Thomas's yeah. toys. Yeah. yeah. He actually like uses the last toy to make the final bullet that he uses to shoot Tavington at the end. Yeah. Like that was the last. Doesn't bullet he stab he had. him at the end? Well, he shoots yeah, him he first shoots and he misses because there was an explosion right behind him. No. Oh, and then the they arm. have the, the fight afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that and like uh, along the way, Gabriel had picked up a, uh, a flag at one point, an American flag that had been tattered, tattered and yeah. he was mending it. Like there's a lot of like little things, little details in this movie that I feel like I really love that give you little insight into something about this character without having to have dialogue for it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? For sure. Like we never address with dialogue the fact that he's melting these toys into bullets, but it communicates something. Mm -hmm. And so as much as like, I agree with you, Zach, like there's a lot of elements of this movie that I'm like, yeah, it's a little overhyped, but there are a lot of these little details where I'm like, you know, that's really creative storytelling to communicate something without words. Um, Gabriel's patriotism, uh, you know, Benjamin's, uh, uh, dark past his, uh, you know, drive, like what's motivating him. Like these things are all communicated, not in words. And I, I think that that deserves speaking out about or pointing out. Yeah, I think I agree. I, I mean, I like it when you can find out things with, about people without them just saying like, yeah, cause sometimes it's lazy. 
Yeah. In, and like a lot of movies are guilty. They of, just start with the main character telling a story about themselves. It's yeah. Like you, they basically are just narrating their past. Yeah. It's just, it's just lazy storytelling when you're just like, well, throw a couple of lines of dialogue in there and then we don't have to like deal with it. It's kind of like how Donnie Darko doesn't tell you what's going on. Cause that would have been lazy. Right. Right. You're right. Like yeah. they, they, they wrote it all and then they cut it out because they're mm-hmm. like, you know what? They can figure it out. Yeah. So you like the movie now. Yeah. You know what? Retroactively. Can I make that a 10? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so Gabriel runs off after Tavington because yeah, his wife was just murdered. Yep. And they get in a little bit of a, a standoff with him and kill just about every single one of them. He even, uh, shoots Tavington with like the last loaded gun. All of his guys died as well. And so then Gabriel's walking over to um, Tavington on the ground to like finish him off. And right as he's going down to stab him, Tavington turns around and stabs him with the sword and and kills uh, Gabriel Um, and then runs off into the sweet, sweet night. I guess (laughs) (laughs) this like mid afternoon. (laughs) Yeah, it is mid afternoon. Yeah. And then uh, Benjamin shows up a little while later with his guys realizes that his son is is dead i don't i don't remember do they actually get to exchange some final words no or was he already dead no i think he 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 sort of dies in his arms but not really no they do exchange, they do some, exchange words some final because words, yeah. he apologizes for thomas yep. and he says no that was my fault mm-hmm. yeah so they do have some final words yep. so now benjamin has two sons that have died by this man and so he's building up his his vengefulness uh more and more. One of the things we skipped over, you kind of mentioned that, uh, I mean, it's not a huge plot point, but it leads to kind of a, uh, an important thing. Sure. Uh, we skipped over why Cornwallis turns Tavington loose. So they have this like really interesting exchange where uh, uh, oh, a, yeah. a good number mm-hmm. of Benjamin's men were captured by the British. Correct. And, uh, so Benjamin shows up with Colonel Tavington's dogs. Correct. And is going to give them back to him. And then our, um, talks about doing a prisoner exchange. Yeah. And so, uh, he reluctantly agrees because he can see out over the ridge that, uh, Benjamin has 20 plus of his men. And so for however many of his men they were going to kill, he was going to kill them as well. And so they make the exchange. He leaves with all of his men. And then you come to find out that it was a trick by Benjamin. And they were just like scarecrows dressed as uh, British soldiers. And so he was insulted by Benjamin. And this is also when Benjamin and uh, Tavington really meet for the first time. Like they had their exchange in the beginning of the movie. But Mm -hmm. now this is uh, it's finally revealed to Tavington that this is the ghost. Mm hmm. And he uh, he tries to draw him into attacking. Like, he goes to attack him, and, you know, the lieutenant's like, he's shown no aggression here. He flew un- came in under a white flag. He can't be touched. And he tries to draw him into a fight, and he says, uh, Benjamin says to him, like, before this is over, I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, what are you waiting for? Do it now. And he says, soon. And he just turns and walks away. Mm-hmm. It was a great and that line dramatic soon, moment. I think was something that was just ad libbed by Mel Gibson. He was actually supposed to originally just not say anything and just walk away. Mm, 
but I love that mm-hmm. soon. I like, like that's that. a, that's a great it. scene. Uh, mm-hmm. That's honestly, I wanted to make sure that we backed up to point it out because number one, it, it builds the animosity between Tavington mm-hmm. and, uh, Martin, but also that's one of my favorite parts of the movie for sure. Um, and so, so Gabriel dies, Gabriel's dead. Uh, and then Benjamin meets back up with Colonel Gates is what I'm going to call him, even though that's not his name. Cause I don't know his actual name. Harry, Harry. He just calls him Harry. Just calls him throughout Harry. the whole movie. He just called like the only thing he ever calls him is Harry. Okay, Are you well, sure you didn't call him Gates at any point? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like quite certain. Lieutenant Harry Gates. He's a Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Benjamin Franklin Gates. Correct. Lieutenant Aldo rain. What? <laughs> Inglorious Bastards. Oh, I haven't seen yeah. it. Um, so this is all built up then to this final fight scene, this final battle uh, where they are going to use Cornwallis's pride as a weakness and do a, a false um, retreat into an ambush. And so uh, they march out and do the stupid form of battling that Jake had mentioned earlier, line to line. They let two shots back and forth go and then retreat. The And um, at that time, the cavalry with Tavington marches in um, and Cornwallis doesn't want to let Tavington have the glory of the win. And so they both charge in all of their men, but it's an ambush. And so they get slaughtered, really. And so then there's like this final fight scene where uh, the Amer- the Americans, I guess I'll call them, the uh, U.S., the which, colonials. The colonials, yeah. I guess that's a better term since <laughs> although they've already signed their declaration of independence at this point, because this is in eighty one. Uh but they fight, they push back the British, and there's a final fight scene between Tavington and uh Benjamin, where uh Benjamin shoots Tavington, but there's an explosion behind him, and so he misses and just hits him in the arm, and then they have a little hand hand to hand combat, which Tavington seems to win and is about to kill Benjamin. And right as he's swinging to behead him, he t- does the same move that he did to Gabriel where he dodges it and then strikes him back that he like stabs him in the neck and the, like the blood comes out of his mouth. I remember watching that as a kid and being like, that's really gross. It, it really, <laughs> it really bothered me. And every time I watch it, I am like transported back to that exact moment. And um, then America is great. America. Yeah. And then we win. We win. He, he that, keeps fighting with the, the French dude that we never talked about. There was a lot of characters. <laughs> There's the French dude. There was the slave that that fought with him. Who's the one who like... He won his freedom. Won his freedom and decides to start rebuilding the new world by building Benjamin's house first, which is how the movie ends. <laughs> <laughs> and there was Sewage Joe, which I know we talked about him, but... You he know. didn't have any lines. He was still my favorite character. <laughs> Oh man. And that's the movie. <laughs> that's the Patriot, everybody. <laughs> if you if you didn't follow it, you should just go watch it. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's <laughs> only three hours. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, favorite lines, favorite parts. <laughs> Zach. Um, I like the part where they have the little standoff with Ben and Tibbins. What's his name? Tavington. At the very end? Yeah, Tavington. <laughs> at the very end or at the prisoner no, the exchange? Middle, the prisoner exchange part oh, okay. when he says, like, I'm going to kill you soon. And then Tavington goes like, hey, Ben, <laughs> how's your dead son? He <laughs> <laughs> just starts laughing. Laughing maniacally. <laughs> That's that just good, the best insult. That's a really good part. 
That was a sweet callback, Zach. Thank you. Jake, favorite line, favorite part? Uh, I did I did really like that part. I think it was the only part of the movie that was any fun. Like when, when he does the little trick and then he calls the dogs back, <laughs> you know, like like that was just like it was like a little fun part. Um I don't know. I mean the last fight, well, it did traumatize me. It's pretty cool. I uh I think my favorite I would say everything that happens in um the uh old Spanish mission. Oh, in the swamp. In the swamp behind mm-hmm. Santee, that yeah. everything that happens in there, every dialogue that happens in there, every moment surrounding that location, I just really love. Like I love when uh, after the the church gets burned down and the one guy shoots himself uh, because his wife and son were murdered. Um, Benjamin sends everyone home for a two week furlough, and that's when. Uh, this was before the church burned down. Oh, it was before the church burned down. Yeah, but after, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. And that, because that's when uh, they get married is on mm-hmm. that two-week furlough. Um, but I love when they come back and it's just a couple of people at that Spanish fort at the at the mission. And uh, they're like, well, I guess this is it. These are the only members of the militia that came back. And then slowly but surely every single one of them come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved I loved that scene. I loved the heart in it. Um, to Zach's point or no, Sky, I think it was your point that it's like this movie's shallow in emotion. Um, there are a couple of moments that have real heart and that's one of them. And so that's, mm-hmm. that's probably my favorite. Yeah. Favorite I forgot uh, that that happened, but I did like that part. Yeah. I also loved it when, uh, when baby Susan really hated Mel Gibson, <laughs> <laughs> probably favorite part. Papa <laughs> say anything. I'll say anything. Please don't go. Yeah, that was. I love all the scenes with Tavington. I think uh, whatever his name is. You mean Tippins? <laughs> Tippins. You mean Malfoy? Malfoy, yeah. Whatever his actual name <laughs> Jason is. Jason Isaacs. Jason Isaacs. I think he did a great job um, acting in this movie. Like when he has to give Voldemort his wand. Yep. He's like, mm-hmm. mine? <laughs> and then I would say my favorite so. my favorite part with Mel Gibson is when they're talking, him and the guy who ends up killing himself are talking about eating the dogs of Cornwallis's dogs. That's my favorite exchange, I think, in the movie. Oh, yeah. Dog's a fine meal. <laughs> Eat the dogs? My God. All right. Well, uh, let's... Uh, Spin those servers. Oh, well, uh, before or we recast, do that, yeah. it, do we have any recasts to do? I'd do Harrison Ford playing <laughs> Benjamin, and I have, I'd have Kevin Spacey play <laughs> Dude, you're thinking just like... The directors or the casting, because that's who they wanted. Really? Yeah, but Mel Gibson took too much money, and Harrison Ford said no, so they couldn't get Kevin Spacey. <laughs> he just said no, didn't yeah. give any Harrison Ford why. said no because he thought it was too centric on one man's revenge. Like it kind of watered down the, the American the revolution. revolution. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a whole nation's revenge. Yeah. <laughs> he was too busy prepping to play Han Solo again. <laughs> <laughs> it took a long time yeah, to he, be yeah to deliver he that. It's really in character. He had to go to outer space, <laughs> like for the 2017 reprisal of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just like maybe the worst. I thing gotta I've play Han in 17 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, no recast though. No, I got nothing. I wouldn't remake it. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, I would. I would, I would edit it down to maybe no more than an hour, fi- an hour fifty. If we could replace Heath Ledger as Gabriel with Heath Ledger as the Joker, it'd be an interesting <laughs> movie. What about Heath Ledger from A Knight's Tale? Oh, Heath Ledger from Ten Things I Hate About You. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. It's a good Heath Ledger. 
I like that you chose one though in which he is British. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I would uh, I would definitely cast uh, as Gabriel, uh, Kevin James. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm with, I'm with Adam you. Adam Sandler okay. as Gates. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Logan Lerman today in his same role. Yeah. yeah. As the baby that has no lines. Yeah. That's a pretty good recast. Thank and you. leave Mel Gibson in it. <laughs> leave Mel Gibson. But like post uh, mental breakdown, Mel Gibson. Yeah. Like racist breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. I assume that that was just when we found out that he was at a racist <laughs> breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's spin up those servers. Jake, uh, do we, uh, how, how are we doing like on our, uh, our server load? It's getting really hot in here, guys. Oh, man. All the, all the heat they're pulling off. But oh. you know what? It's worth it. All right. All right. Well, Zach, what would you rate this movie? Uh, I'm going to give it 6.4 ripoff Bravehearts. <laughs> Jake? Uh, I'll give it like seven bundled sons. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's, that just sounded like not what you meant. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give this uh, a six point eight uh, toys. My son's toys melted into bullets. I'll give it seven point six. Pretend eaten dogs. <laughs> All right. So this uh, movie was a seventy percent on Rotten Potatoes. Oh, I didn't expect it to be worse than Donnie Darko. That's too high. Uh, what is Donnie Darko? That 73. Oh, worse. Oh, yeah. I thought you said better. Yeah. You expected this movie to be better than Donnie Darko? I just feel like it's less polarizing, you know? I would have thought... I would have thought... Don, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, you definitely rated Donnie Darko worse than the rest of us. Yeah. By a fair amount. Uh but yeah, no, this, this movie was not, not that great. Uh, just as a reminder, the other guys gave this a 61%. So we rated it higher and IMDb rated it a 7.2. So we're right in line with IMDb. It's where you want to be as per usual. Well, Hey, uh, thank you guys so much for uh, joining us through this, uh, speed read of the <laughs> Patriot. Speed Cliff Notes. Read. <laughs> was that intentional? It wasn't, Speedery. but hey, join us next week for my nomination, Speed. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, do you have any uh, final thoughts before we end the episode? Scott, thank you so much for asking. I ask everyone else every week if they have anything to say. <laughs>